Real Presence Live. That which is beautiful will manifest itself in truth and in goodness. Local. The challenges that we're facing in our generation, we just need the gospel. I mean, every every culture, every generation just needs to know how the gospel applies. Engaging. We don't bring any life at all to the church. The church is, is the life. It gives us the life. Live. The reality is, He is all things beautiful, capital B. And so anything that is authentically beautiful draws us, even if we don't realize it, to God. And good morning, Real Presence Live listeners. Nick Medelsky here, broadcasting live at St. James Coffee here in wonderful Rochester, Minnesota. It's a beautiful morning. We've had a, a, a stretch of nice weather here. It's going to get colder again, but we got to enjoy these few days, these little uh, Indian summer we get here uh, as we move into November. Uh, joining me today is the wonderful Father Jason Kern. Good to be with you, Nick. And uh, we're just talking. It's it's been about a month, I think, since you've been on air, and yep. it's been a few weeks since I've been on. So we'll see how we get through <laughs> through today's show. But it should be a, a wonderful show. But before we get started, uh, Father, would you go ahead and start us in prayer? Yeah, let us pray in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Gracious and loving Heavenly Father, all good things come from you, and you have given every gift and blessing to our lives. So we ask for the grace to enter again in this day with a renewed confidence, a new renewed hope a renewed conviction of your love for us and of your grace that will sustain us throughout the day. Send us your Holy Spirit to anoint us that we might live in you and trust you and in your Son, Jesus, who is the Prince of Peace, the Lord of our lives, the one who has offered his life for us. May we now offer ours in return in generous love and sacrificial offering. May our lives be filled with grace and peace this day, and may this time be filled with your joy. We ask this through Christ our Lord. Amen. Amen. Father, Son, Holy Spirit. Amen. Amen. Well, thank you for that, Father. Yes. So it's uh, been a, a, a busy uh, busy few past days here in Rochester, and actually throughout the Real Presence Radio family. Uh, we've had our first two fall banquets in Sioux Falls last Tuesday and Rochester Thursday. And I know I've gotten a lot of uh, phone calls and texts and messages asking for the, the total and how that all went. And uh, we might have a total by the end of the show today. That's so exciting. We could break the news live. <laughs> absolutely. It'd be pretty cool. So uh, hopefully that works out. I understand it's a, it's a lot of work. There's a lot of you know auditing and all that kind of stuff. And yeah. So I understand it takes time, but uh, hopefully by the end of the show today we might have a rough estimate at least of of how we did so uh thank you so much to everyone who came out the especially a shout out to the uh the committee members the table hosts the uh the clergy who were able to join us bishop quinn especially and father kazel our mc and of course uh dr stacy trisankos gave a wonderful talk um everyone who got up and gave a talk gave a wonderful talk we were sitting there saying wow i didn't Realized Bishop Quinn was going to give a great talk. So was Father Kazel, you know, so it was really a whole bunch of uh, uh, speakers rolled up in one. It was like a mini conference almost, you know. Yeah, no, that's powerful. <laughs> Those are great things. So it was a great day. Good. Um, and we have, speaking of great speakers, we have some great guests with us on the show today. Mike Aquilina coming up later on, Steve Ray as well. But right now we have Barbara Heil joining us. And uh, a few weeks ago on air, I was able to interview uh, Dr. Susan uh, Winley Doust from the diocese about the upcoming um, uh, charismatic uh, renewal conference coming up this weekend here in the diocese of Winona, Rochester. And Barbara will be the speaker uh, at that uh, conference. Will be the, kind of the the leader for that weekend. So, uh, welcome to the show this morning, Barbara. 
Thank you. I'm delighted to be with you today. Well, uh, before we get uh, going, uh, could you tell our listeners a little bit about yourself? Well, I am living in Iowa right now, but I haven't always lived here. I used to live in Minnesota, and I was a widow for eight years and ended up uh, marrying an Iowa farmer. Oh, there so you I go. Skipped, I skipped the state, came south. Well, I'm, I'm, <laughs> I'm married to an Iowa farm gal, so... It's 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 a good choice. <laughs> it's a good life. It's good people. Good and um, I am a convert to the Catholic faith, and I'm loving it. And I just am excited to be sharing for the Charismatic Conference in Albert Lee this coming up weekend. Um, a lot of people, when they meet me or hear about me, they just assume that I grew up in a Christian family. And I'm going to tell you, I grew up... 10th generation heathen. My parents did take me to church. I was not a Christian <laughs> as a child. I wasn't even a Christer. We didn't go for Christmas or Easter, so none of it. And my dad was an avowed atheist. Um, anyway, I'm going to be sharing a little more about that story on Friday night and what happened. God, God got into my life. And I heard the gospel, and I believed, and I had a life-changing encounter with Jesus, totally radically transformed my life as a student. I'll be sharing about that also on Friday night. Literally went from darkness to light, literally went from death to life, literally went from in the grave to resurrected with Jesus because of, because of the love of God that came into my life. And I... I was, uh, I will tell you, gentlemen and listeners, I was so amazed at what God could do in a life that was surrendered to Him. Mm. And immediately I began to share with everybody the gospel because I didn't know, I, you know, I like to say, and it's really true, I did not know other people knew about Jesus. Because here I was a student, and I had never heard this before. Mm. So I made it my business to tell everybody. And long story short, I became went to Bible school, became a minister, married a minister husband. We traveled all around the world doing mm. meetings, crusades, uh, feeding the poor, working with the homeless, mm. um, lots of praying for the sick. Um, you know, I can give you a coat, and I can feed you some rice, but if I don't tell you about Jesus, all I did was make you temporarily warm. Mm. And so we, we do both. We do the corporal works of mercy and, <laughs> and the spiritual work of mercy, giving the gospel. So we did that for years, and uh, one day, and I, again, I'm going to tell this in much more detail on Friday. I don't want to give it away. But one day, something started to happen. That's what I'll say. I'm not even going to tell you. <laughs> something started to happen. I read something that surprised me. I was trained, you know, you know the thing between evangelical people and Catholics, you know, the, the rhetoric. Right. And I was trained in it. And I didn't think, you know, I just, I looked back and I realized, my teachers and professors and mentors, they weren't evil. They just were repeating what they had been taught themselves. And um, 
through a long series of events, which I will share again Friday night, uh, through a series of events, I began to discover uh, this beautiful church, uh, the validity, the truth, the value, the root, the history, the power. I discovered that, you know, I'm going to tell you, it was hard for me as a Protestant in the charismatic, prophetic stream, um, word of faith kind of thing, Pentecostal, all of the above, you know, to think about, setting, you know, I'm studying the Catholic Church, but I'm also praying for people and seeing God answer my prayers. Mm. And so when I found out, wait a minute, that's Catholic. When I found out that Catholics pray for people and God answers their prayers, I thought, well, what's the problem? <laughs> and um, I came into the church April 27, 2013, for the glory of God, and I've been enjoying being a Catholic ever since. That's just a little nutshell, just a little Be- bit. Beautiful. Yeah, beautiful. Thanks for sharing. That's a powerful testimony. And I, you know, I'm sure there's many more beautiful insights and graces that God has bestowed upon you. So thanks for just the insight into your own life and how much God has called you and helped you to, to see his, the, the fullness of his grace and his peace that he wants to give to, to our hearts. Um, so you start, you started a ministry. Now, was this ministry started before you were in the church? From, it's called From His Heart Ministries. And what inspired you to start it, and, uh, and when did you begin that, that work? Well, I'm going to tell you. It might come as no surprise to you, but when I launched into the Catholic Church, all of my friends, you know, I also ran a Bible school um, and missions training, short-term missions training to take people during their vacations out to do evangelism in even other countries. And um, so I had to resign Hmm. from my former ministry, and I I gave everything away, and I resigned. As uh, the Lord just kept telling me there, I was meeting with the priest at the time, he kept telling me, obedience will only bring blessing, and I was like, good father. I don't, Jesus mean me to be disobedient. <laughs> and um, so, uh, from his heart ministries was birthed after I came into the Catholic Church, only because people were asking to hear my conversion story, people were starting to want me to pray for people, and with people, and I thought, okay, I just need to start a little 501c3, I didn't didn't dream I would be traveling all over the world as a Catholic way missionary and evangelist, but here we are today. Wow. And so you, what kind of work are you then doing through um, From His Heart Ministries? What kind of uh, training and opportunities have you been involved in? Well, I'm also part of Renewal Ministries. It's sort of Beautiful. like... Ah. Like I'm, yeah. <laughs> part of Renewal also. Okay. And affiliated with many people, you know, in the body of Christ, we're all yeah. we're all on the same ship. We're all pulling on the same oars. We're all working together. And so, I do a lot of speaking around the world. I just got back from Budapest, where I spoke at the U- International Eucharistic Congress. Really um, cool. In, oh, it was amazing. I'm going to tell you, I came from that so happy about the state of the church. I know that there, you know, in the media, we hear all kinds of stuff, 
we get focused on the blemishes. But I want to tell you, there are some amazing men uh, that I met at that Eucharistic Congress, the cardinals and the archbishops and mm. the testimonies, their stories, and it was very rich. Mm. And um, so we do a lot of international speaking, mission trips. We've been to Rwanda as a Catholic, Ethiopia, Turkey. I've been to Russia as a lay missionary for wow. the Catholic Church. Uh, sent on an assignment uh, from the Vatican to work for Christian unity. So we met with our Russian Orthodox counterparts. All wow, of cool. these things. All of these things. Plus mentoring people uh, in their personal lives, which I could tell you about in a minute. <laughs> <laughs> awesome. That That's really exciting to hear all of the, the work you've been involved in. I'm very familiar with Renewal Ministries. Um, moved from Michigan, and Renewal Ministries is very big there. It's headquartered in Ann Arbor, and that's Ralph Martin and Sister Ann Shields and Peter Herbeck and all those great big names. And I got a chance to hear Peter Herbeck speak once, and just fantastic. You know, it's similar to your own story, the the different missionary work uh, he's been able to do in Renewal Ministries, and, and you've been able to do with um, the uh, From His Heart Ministries that you've been involved in as well. Uh, what sort of... Um, uh, so, uh, how do how do people partner with you in that ministry? Like, are there trainings that you offer at other times? Are there pilgrimages, mission trips? All of the above. I have been to the Holy Land fifty times, and I would have. <laughs> wow. I, well, and I actually used to live in Jerusalem also mm. at one time, way wow. back in the day. Wow. And um, so we, I. Taking pilgrimages to the Holy Land is a calling for me to see what happens to people when they put their feet in the land. And then also the training, the school, freedom school, discipleship school, um, mentoring, and also the the short-term missions training. We are still doing that. You can find information on our website, which is from hisheartministries.com, and a lot of that is online. Awesome. So from hisheartministries.com to find out more about the other things you're involved in. And, of course, you're coming, as we mentioned, this weekend to the uh, to Albert Lee here in the Diocese of Winona, Rochester. And we'll talk more about that after the break. Uh, Nick Medelsky, Father Jason Kern, here live at St. James Coffee in Rochester, Minnesota. Stay tuned. Stay with us. There's more Real Presence Live to come on the Real Presence Radio Network. Hi, I'm Carrie Dew, Executive Director at Riverview Place Senior Living Community in Fargo. For over 35 years, we've been honored to nourish our residents in mind, body, and spirit. We offer a full calendar of activities, events, and faith-based programming, and the best food in town. Our independent and assisted living residents thrive in our warm, comfortable, and compassionate community. We'd love to meet you. Call Marin or Katie today at 701-237-4700 to line up a tour. Hello, this is Mike Kidrowski, Director of Advancement for Real Presence Radio with a creative gift planning tip. Have interruptions impacted your charitable giving? If you feel like you have less to give this year or are waiting until you get through these recent challenges, we want to let you know about some creative gift options that won't cost you a dime this year. 
For example, you could designate Real Presence Radio as the beneficiary of all or percentage of your IRA, or make RPR beneficiary of a percentage of your estate or specific asset. Make a bequest commitment gift this year without impacting your savings or investments. To learn more about the benefits of making a charitable bequest, please visit our plan giving website at rprlegacy.org or call me at 701-290-4503. Let's get started. As a working adult, you know the value of a dollar and you expect quality for your money. Now's a great time to further your education. The University of Mary offers degrees for working professionals with flexible learning options that are truly competitively priced. Apply now for any of our online programs and we'll waive your $150 enrollment fee. A quality education at an affordable price. Discover the University of Mary difference at online.umary.edu. You're listening to Real Presence Live. Now, back to more inspirational and uplifting stories and a look at the extraordinary things happening in our local area. Heard right here on the RPR Network. And welcome back, Real Presence Live listeners, on a beautiful Tuesday morning from Rochester, Minnesota, at the always lively St. James Coffee, the most Catholic coffee house, I think, anywhere in our <laughs> listening area. Other than maybe the mustard seed, but I think the mustard seed is kind of a gift store and a coffee shop, whereas this is primarily a coffee shop. Uh, Sitting right next to me is Father Jason Kern, the Director of Vocations for the Diocese of Winona, Rochester, and we have a very exciting guest on the phone with us right now, Barbara Heil, who's going to be uh, leading a charismatic renewal weekend here in the Diocese of Winona, Rochester in Albert Lee, which is kind of a convenient location, kind of conveniently about halfway um, both sides of the diocese, as our diocese is quite uh, quite long uh, compared to other ones, I think. So. Exactly, yeah. And it, it's kind of the geographical center. It's maybe a little south of that, but it would be uh, right in that kind of location. So everyone hopefully will be able to take advantage of the beautiful conference that's coming up this weekend. Absolutely. So uh, could you tell us a little bit more about what people could expect this weekend? Um, yes, it's going to be a time of worship and prayer. We're going to be having a healing mass also. And what I love is that when we come together in these charismatic meetings, we can sort of awaken our spiritual gifts, maybe that have been dormant, to further equip us for the evangelization that we're called to do. So I really love gathering with my brothers and sisters um, praying for one another, praying for healing, praying for needs, and also being activated as disciples, activated as uh, evangelists for our church, for Christ, being activated in the Holy Spirit that's already within us and with us. So I just want to encourage everybody to come. It's going to be a beautiful time. I'm looking forward to it. And you know when the speaker's looking forward to it, you know it's going to be good. Right. They're there all the time. Yeah. So I, it's, it's um, something that we need. You know, the church has always been filled with the Holy Spirit. We're filled with the Holy Spirit at our baptism. We are enlivened by God's own Spirit within us, but a lot of us don't realize that. It's like we've got this powerful rocket at our disposal, and we're going around on a scooter sometimes. We've got 
God's own spirit in our lives. So we want to unleash him and give him permission uh, to teach us, to work through us, to minister to others through us. It's one of our callings as Catholics is to be available to give what we've learned uh, to others. I, I told you earlier, I did not know that other people knew about Jesus because I didn't hear. To, you know, for me, Jesus was a slur word. I didn't hear Jesus said in a loving way until I was a student. Wow. Why was that? Somebody wasn't evangelizing. Somebody wasn't paying attention. So we want to activate the spiritual gifts that God has already given to all of us as baptized Catholics. We want to be activated in our discipleship so that we don't just become good disciples, but we go out and make disciples. And so that, you know, coming together for the, this conference is to equip us, encourage us to come away, hopefully healed, at least encouraged, and all for the glory of the Lord. Beautiful. And, you know, it's a powerful reality in our church today where we know that so many have kind of drifted away or sometimes they've intentionally left because of this reason or that and, and without going into all the problems, right? Like, what does it look like to set the church on fire with the Spirit? What does it look like to have a church alive? Well, that's what you're describing. We want to equip people with resources, tools, opportunities to encounter anew the power of the Holy Spirit, the grace that God wants to pour into our hearts that's already present. It's laying dormant, right? It's the, it's the sort of spark that's there that needs to be engaged and lit into a, a raging fire, which is what the Holy Spirit wants to do. And so the Diocese of Winona Rochester, um, you know, there's different groups that have had more or less participation in kind of the charismatic renewal movements. Um, but this is an inaugural charismatic renewal and evangelization conference called Holy Spirit Alive. Uh, Dr. Susan Winley Douse has helped kind of bring this about and help organize it and promote it. Um, but it's a, it's a great opportunity for our diocese to kind of see what's possible in the Holy Spirit. And Barbara, by you, you know, kind of coming and sharing and witnessing and then uh, inviting, you know, people into prayer, into worship, into a, an encounter with the grace and power of the Holy Spirit. So in your own experience, why is the charismatic renewal, evangelization, why are these so close to your heart? You know, you've talked about how you've, you know, Jesus has transformed your life. You want others to hear about it. Specific to the charismatic renewal and, and kind of life in the Spirit, what's, uh, how, you know, how is that going to affect people? How can that change their lives? And, and how has it changed yours? I can have a candle or I can light a candle. Hmm. I can have candles all around my house. And when the storm comes, if I don't have the match and I don't have a way to light those candles, I'm still sitting in the dark. What, what we do in the charismatic renewal is we are letting God light the match and light the candle. We, we're getting lit. <laughs> we're getting awakened. <laughs> we're getting refilled to overflowing. This was the early church. This was the church throughout the early church fathers. When I was studying them, I was astonished. So many saints. I mean, St. Teresa of Avila, when she describes praying, when she describes the uh, wine vat of heaven, she's describing, she, it, she's describing this overflow of the Holy Spirit. And so as we give ourselves over, listen, Holy Spirit is not a junior God. He's not a junior part of the Trinity. He's, he's co-equal, and He fills us with God's own life. That's power. That's a great—listen, for you to say that, 
that is quite a, that's quite a boast to hmm. say you've got God's own spirit, the Holy Spirit that was with Christ and creating the universe from the very beginning lives in you. Well, there's there's going to be evidence of that. And we want to give ourselves over to what Holy Spirit wants to do to, so that we are empowered as the hands and feet of Jesus, so that we begin to cause the earth to be ablaze, just like Jesus said. He hoped, he hoped that the fire would come quickly, mm. uh, how, how we wished it was already kindled. And we want it to be kindled, not just in theory and not just statically, but to be receptive to the kindling, the always rekindling, the lighting of the candles, the lighting of this bonfire in our lives, so that we don't just say we're Catholic. We live Catholic. We live the kingdom of God. We live the love of Christ, and we live uh, the healing, merciful nature of God that desires that none should perish, but that all will know Him. So this is... This is an exciting time. I want to tell you, all over the country, even especially amongst young people, there's a lot of people that just want to be authentic Catholics, and they want everything the Catholic Church teaches and, mm-hmm. and everything that's part of our heritage and legacy as Christians. And there's a great movement among young people right now. There's a lot of initiatives happening across this country with people who are giving themselves over to life in the Spirit, to allow the Spirit of God to use them to bring restoration, uh, not just to the Church, but to the nations, to the world, to our country, to our families, to our communities. We need, we need God to do what only God can do when He does that by His Spirit. So I want to encourage everybody to come. If they want more information, they can go to... Uh, dowr.org if they want to register for this coming up weekend. But I promise you it's going to be powerful, and we are going to come away having engaged with the Holy Spirit, empowered with the Holy Spirit, encouraged with the Holy Spirit, and going with the Holy Spirit. Powerful, yes. So as Barbara mentioned, uh, Thy Kingdom Come, an inaugural Holy Spirit Alive conference in the Diocese of Winona, Rochester, happening at St. Theodore Church in Albert Lee. It begins at 7 p.m. on Friday, November 12th, and ends uh, 4 p.m. November 13th. Do I have those dates right? That's what is listed here. <laughs> but it's uh, Friday, this Friday through through Saturday night, and uh, the, the schedule is packed with powerful opportunities of Eucharistic adoration, encountering um, through Barbara's testimony the wit- and her witness. There'll be praise and worship music. There'll be some mm. teaching moments. There'll be uh, activation prayer over the prayer teams. There'll be all kinds of opportunities to, to just become awake in, in, to the life and ministry of the Holy Spirit present in our lives this weekend. And so we, we thank God for Barbara's witness and testimony and all she's going to help uh, to bring more people deeper into that encounter and grace with Christ. So um, what, what encouragement would you give to our listeners as uh, whether to attend this conference or maybe they can't make it this weekend or whatever, but uh, how can we open our hearts more to the life and the Spirit and to the Holy Spirit's power uh, each day? Well, simply ask Him to keep coming. Jesus said, if you ask, you will receive. If you seek, you will find. And I want to encourage you daily, ask the Lord. Put on the armor of God. Get yourself into the daily readings of Scripture and invite Holy Spirit to come 
and just be not just receptive, but run after him. Run after him. Be that widow that says, I'm not going to leave you until I get some bread. Be that widow that keeps knocking and says, Lord, I'm here. I'm here. I need some bread. I need some bread so I can give it away. I need some life so I can give it away. I need some fire so I can give it away. And remember the scripture, she kept knocking. She didn't just mm-hmm. knock once and say, oh, well, I guess it's not for me. I guess it's only for those really holy people. No, she kept knocking. And we want to keep knocking. And he says, you will. You see, the door will be open. For it's the Father's delight to empower us with his spirit. That's what I would say to all listeners today. And just ask the Holy Spirit to overflow in your lives. There's things he wants to reveal to you. There's things he wants to minister to you in your heart. There, this is a season for healing. This is the season where the Holy Spirit is doing deep work in our hearts and in our spirits, deep restoration, as well as healing the body. Become Holy Spirit. Absolutely, absolutely. Well, that's that's just fantastic. It's going to be such a great weekend and if you're not able to make it for the conference there'll actually be um, a prayer service Saturday evening after the Saturday evening mass so if you're not able to make it for the talks in the in the full weekend but you still want a little bit of the experience uh, you can still come the evening on Saturday um, and take part in the healing service the prayer service then so thank you so much for joining us this morning Barbara it's been so so great to just hear how on fire you are and to get excited for this conference this weekend beautiful My pleasure. I'm looking forward to seeing everybody there. And up next after the break, we're going to be talking to someone else who spent a considerable amount of time in the Holy Land, Steve Ray, and we're going to be discussing the Creed, the Nicene-Constantinopolitan Creed, line by line with him, and find out more about it. Stay tuned with us. Stay with us. There's more Real Presence Live to come on the Real Presence Radio Network.